The Pixel Hearts would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land where each member has recorded this episode. The Gadigal people of the Aura Nation, the Wadawarung, the Bunurong, and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The team would like to pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging, and recognise the sovereignty was never ceded. This continent always was and always will be Aboriginal land. This episode of Pixel Hearts features content that might be distressing for some listeners. We recommend checking the show notes for trigger warnings and resources around this subject matter. Welcome to the Pixel Hearts. My name is Cameron and I've got something to admit. I've been having sex dreams about one of the other Pixel Hearts. That's right. It's Gremlin the Gremlin. <laughs> you leave him out of this. That's what he said. <laughs> uh, my name is Taya. And uh, yeah, once I was just like having some shenanigans, but really out of it. And uh, the only thing I could think of to do when the when we'd uh, engage after the, the coitus was uh, just a, a happy post-codal high five. And uh, I've never really recovered <laughs> from it since. <laughs> Hi, my name's finger gun. No, no, That's what I should have done. Dab, Instead, I went for dabbed. the high five. You, as soon as you <laughs> orgasm, dab. <laughs> Please, I have to introduce myself next. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Hi, my name is Faye, and I've seen an awful lot of porn about the ascendability uh, for Tears of the Kingdom, that lovely stuck in the wall stuff, but no one has been brave enough to use the reverse ability yet. <laughs> A birthing fetish. (laughs) (laughs) Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Marley Ann Butt. (laughs) (laughs) I I quite like fishing in games, but I've never caught a halibut. Uh, <laughs> and we are a team of romantic gamers who want to help you achieve a play of the game in your love life. And this on the this week on the show, uh, we are talking about recovering after the end of a relationship and taking care of yourself with this question from one of our listeners. Hi, Pixel Hearts. My partner broke up with me a month ago and I'm having a lot of difficulty moving on. I feel so sad and angry and that nothing is going to get better. I don't know what to do, and I feel stuck. Please help. Yeah, a really yeah. difficult position to be put in, um, because obviously a breakup is never easy, but it, it's that thing of how do you properly recover from a breakup? Where do you go after a breakup? And, you know, I think it's something that everyone's going to go through once in their life is that breakup. They think that's going to just tear them up and, you know, mm. they'll never, never be able to recover from that. Um, yeah. Have you guys had those kind of breakups before? Absolutely. Heartbreak sucks mm-hmm. ass. Mm. Oh gosh. What was, what? like, I think the big thing is, so they've mentioned here that it's been a month since the breakup. And I think the most important thing to say there is that that's fine if you're still feeling this way a month so many people are like oh you've got to move on that's not helpful yeah. just saying yeah. just saying you got to move on that's not helping anyone that's not getting you no. at where you need to be that's mm. so unhelpful so i think instead like let's go into how how have you guys felt after one of those big breakups like 
I know for me, I had a pretty big one. And the big thing for me was it was a mix of guilt and kind of um, anger at like anger at a failure. Like it felt like the failure was the thing that I was like, other people make relationships work. Why, cu- why couldn't I make it work? And it sat with me for so long on that. What about you guys? What have you guys felt? Oh, look, it's definitely a sort of complexity of emotion that's sort of involved with sort of navigating that, right? Mm. Like, there's oftentimes just like, obviously, sadness, relationships over, disappointed that it's done. And then, yeah, like there, there is a sort of thread. And I think this person's also having difficulty with this. And I also have difficulty with this, which is also anger. It can be directed inwards. Mm. What have I done wrong? What have I could, could have done differently? Anger at your own faults. And also, I guess you can also be angry at the other person. And that's absolutely normal as well. Um, like, to obviously qualify this, like, feeling that anger is absolutely fine. But obviously, like, don't take sort of actions to sort of retaliate against another person. And especially don't take actions to re- retaliate against yourself. Hmm. Hmm. Um, woof. so for me, I, I guess content warning of the, I've been in, um, abusive relationships, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, after those ones, I felt like, um, I wasn't myself anymore. I felt a lot of rage and anger and I kind of just felt like a husk of a human being, I guess. And I thought I'd never feel like myself ever again. And in those times, I went to therapy and I went to um, trauma specialists and they really, really helped. And I think that was really important. I also had really good friends around me um, who were really lovely and supportive. But I guess it's also, it's a different thing, right? And I think there's a difference between having friends that are supportive and being able to talk to them. But of course, I, you know, I'm kind of one of those people where I end up feeling like I don't want to use my friends at as a therapist, yep. if I'm coming to my friend with something, it's because I want to share this about me because I want them in my life to know about me mm-hmm. in my life, not to use as a therapist, right? Mm. Yeah. I think most of my relationships that have ended have been because of the other person ending them rather than myself ending them. And so it's always that... Um, I think it's always kind of taken me a little bit by surprise because the majority of the time, if there's still some kind of feeling, I try to put effort in rather than, you know, end things as a general rule to uh, my own detriment a lot of the time. Because like I'll hang on for too long and then it catches by surprise and there's definitely a bit of anger, but almost like a desolation, if that makes sense. Mm. Like you just kind of want to escape play video games Hmm. i think that uh, this is the thing uh like i was saying a lot of people talk about like moving on and how quickly you move on and all those kind of things but it's that thing of it's okay for these things to linger with you there's nothing wrong with that like i i think the way that we see breakups is okay breakups over gotta like we're gonna do a rebound and we're gonna move on really quickly and people always talk about getting over things really quickly but you know, take your time, take the time that you need to properly take care of yourself. And I think that's the the number one thing is get the basics down is what I'd say about what you need to get through the day feeling 
like the best you can. You don't need to prove anything to anyone else yet. If you're going through something, go through it. And if people are going to be a problem with you going through those things, they're not the people you need to surround yourself with right now. People that are just yep. saying, get over it, move on. Mm-mm, no. Got it. Let's just, let's just sideline them for a while. They can be good friends later. They're just not understanding what you're going through. They, they're not mm-hmm. in that headspace that you need them to be in, but you don't need them around right now. What you need is the people who are going to go slow. At this point in time, you need to mm-hmm. be, you know, getting up, having a shower, having food and going about your day as much as you can. That's the basic. Mm-hmm. Get there first. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a grieving process as well, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like a loss of a relationship. And I guess even for some, you know, a loss of self or mm-hmm. I guess confusion in where you are now or I guess a multitude of emotions, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think ang- anger um, is is point is like important here for us mm. to kind of like highlight and think about. Absolutely, it's like emotions are there, and it's not bad to feel sort of negative emotions, mm. um, and you should give your space, give yourself the space to feel them, and <clears throat> with your friends, like. <clears throat> I think we've talked before about supporting someone going through a difficult time. Yes, we have. And and this is one of those sorts of occasions where, like, you know, the same advice that we sort of give to people who are trying to support their friends, give to yourself as well. Like, it's fine to ask your friends to hold space for you and give you space to sort of talk through emotions. Obviously, don't sort of rely on them as, as therapists. They are friends. Um and certainly, like that sort of work, it's it's good to have a professional to talk you through them. Um, but I know certainly, like it is really therapeutic for me to just like vent to my friends about something when it's sort of this sort of thing. Um, and I don't expect them to solve all my problems. Um, yeah, and I, it's fine. Oh, sorry. Oh yeah, like I was just thinking around anger and friends helping out. So um, uh, my friend, one of my friends, helped me like um do some boxing with her right mm. so actually getting the anger and frustration mm-hmm. out <laughs> yeah having outlets for some things rather than like letting it bottle up like mm. especially anger mm-hmm. you don't need to you're allowed to be angry you don't need to hold it all inside yourself and polite be angry but find a way that that anger can be released from you that is not going to be of a detriment to you or to those around you I think that's important. Mm. It's just finding an outlet and that can be boxing. That can be, you know, through other sports can also be sometimes you just got up fucking yell, like just scream your head off. You'd be surprised how quickly that lets out emotion. I think as well, it's important to be aware of the surroundings you're putting yourself in and how they're affecting your emotions. I know for me, music, like Mm -hmm. I need to be Mm -hmm. really, aware of the music i'm going to be playing i after Mm. breakups i would have to be like what am i doing i'm sarah mclaughlin myself straight into the grave here (laughs) just non-stop mopey sad songs i'm like at some point if you've got anger throw on something angry and let that be an outlet of it just coming out of you Mm -hmm. like you'd be surprised Mm -hmm. how much it'll help but it's that thing yeah. of like, if you're just constantly listening to the same music over and over, that's the mood you're rutted in. So try changing up those things, change location, um, you know, try going, you know, somewhere that you don't normally go and see if that affects your mood. Yeah. Try, 
aromas I actually and think smells. Smells I think a combo of Ooh. those is like what I always do that's really helpful. So like if I'm feeling very sad, there's an element of like you need to feel those feelings mm-hmm. instead of just kind of bottling them up. So I'll find a particular track that in or like a particular playlist of music that's like sadboy.mp3 or whatever the fuck it happens <laughs> to be. Um, I'll chuck it on and I'll go for a walk. And that's like a set amount of time, right? I'm like on a half an hour walk. I'm going to listen to sad music. I'm going to walk along a stream. Yes. Um, it's going to be great. Oh. That's that kind of like combination of like making a time to feel it and uh, embracing it through music, whether it be angry or sad, I find very helpful. I want to um, cycle back because I saw you responded to it well as well. Um, aroma and smell. So something to be aware of. Smell, the smell of your lover is going to take about six months to like properly leave you entirely. That smell, smell lingers the longest out of anything. Um, and if, especially if it's someone you've been with for ages, they've been living with you, that's embedded into fabrics within your house. It's embedded into clothes. It'll just literally be embedded in your nostrils. I'm afraid to say for quite some time. Now, smell is also one of the biggest triggers for memory often. So you're going to be constantly getting whiffs of that smell and not even realizing it that it's reminding you. So as I'm saying, like, get some new smells into your house. Maybe some new plants. Maybe get, like, an oil diffuser, a candle. Mm -hmm. Coffee beans um, is a huge help for, like, it diffuses um, scent. So that's why you often smell coffee beans between things. But Cameron, I was dating a barista. Okay, well, that one... (laughs) Well, you ah. fucked. Uh, <laughs> cook different meals because that like smell, Yum. if you have a consistent mm-hmm. meal and you're preparing it and you're like, oh my God, it's Philly cheesesteaks like we used to eat <laughs> under the full moon. Like, yeah, that's going to that's well, you werewolves. be a good time. <coughs> Philly, che- Philly cheesesteaks under the full moon. Every full moon. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you all do that? Uh, yeah, I, I will now. <laughs> I've, I've also got another practical piece of advice of the... Um, if you usually sleep on one side of the bed, sleep on the other side, mm-hmm. but just sleep oh. in the middle, right? Actually take up that the space of the bed. Flip the mattress if you can. Yep. That's a big one because yeah. obviously that's retaining shapes and everything, no matter how much you, you don't want to. And again, we're not sure. This could be a relationship where you were living together. It might not be, but either way, you need to change things to help memory move on. And as memory starts to like break up a little bit and doesn't congest your Mm. mind as much, you're able to then let go of the emotion that comes with memory. Because let's be honest, the emotion is most likely going to be clinging to the memory as much as possible. So you need to create new memories and you need to give a chance for the old memories to move on. I also got two last things here. Um, I'm thoroughly, beautifully motivated by spite. I find mm-hmm. it the mm-hmm. most, yep. spite. most deliciously, spite. Spite. like, spite, 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 yes, absolutely, <laughs> right? Like, really productive way to just, like, do so much. <laughs> and it's really satisfying. The other thing is, um, as my friend once said, you just need to get the taste of the last dick out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, amen to that, right? absolutely no 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 that's the way like that reveal just left <laughs> Faye and i absolutely like we just took psychic damage not from the statement itself the statement is correct it is 
Oh, that just that came so quickly from left of field. None of us saw it coming. Well, look, we I expect these about turns on the pixel hearts. You expect us um, to talk about sucking dick, eh? Absolutely. When in doubt, suck a dick. You heard it here first. If you are doubting anything, just suck a dick. Suck no, that's it. it. That's it. That's piece of advice. Do I want Absolutely. toast or cereal for breakfast? Guess it's dick. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, this was uh, this was such a serious episode. I'm sorry. Let's get back to Look, that. I I have one more. Yep. Uh, for the gents and the gentle folk, um, it is absolutely okay to cry. Oh yeah. Absolutely yeah. okay to get those emotions out. It is fine to speak to your friends about it. Yes. Um, it's like no one thinks any less of you because you're going through a rough time. The friends who care about you want to be there for you. Yeah. And you're not a burden. You're not a burden. And if you if you need to sort of recontextualize it the way that I always put it is that you're not placing your burdens on someone else's shoulders. You're giving them an opportunity to be a good friend. And I personally always appreciate being given that opportunity to support someone. Mm. So we hope that's helped. It is, as we've all said, a very difficult situation and I think knowing that you're not anything less for going through this and everyone's been through something similar, but we've not been through what you're going through specifically. So do whatever's going to help you the most, because at the end of the day, the most important person in your life is you. There is no one else that matters more than you to you. So make sure that you put you first. Um, we want to thank Ryan Stanton for producing the Pixel Hearts and Blusher for our intro and outro, the Pixel Hearts theme song and One Pixel at a Time. For all of our links or if you need the Pixel Hearts to help troubleshoot your love life, head to our link tree in the show notes. But until next time, be kind to each other, but also be kind to yourself.